Heartbreak Hotel. That's where we were today uh, with the incredible mm-hmm. Lonzi Gatabaki mm-hmm. and the fantastic mm-hmm. Julie G. Gaido mm-hmm. from Over 25. It was absolutely crazy. I, it took me to a place I didn't expect I'd go. Um, mm. and I really talk about our relationships and yeah, kind yeah, of how yeah. they've affected us or changed us or how mm. we've kind of experienced them. Mm-hmm. But this episode, like, the, the sweet thing about Over 25 is they've always been like that big sister. Mm, mm, mm. And I felt like myself open up even unexpectedly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we'll do a lot more. What were you thinking? For context, so I com- the, the topic was supposed to be one thing. It went to the other because yeah. I realized that the topic of heartbreak is something that I am very, I'll use the word naive in, but then chatting to these two, I got a really good perspective of the lady side. Yeah. Then Oscar chatted about the male side. So if you're going through heartbreak or if you're curious about the topic, this episode, you have two big sisters, you have Oscar, and someone like myself that's never been hard. Why do good girls like bad guys? Had I had this question for a real long time. <laughs> I've been a bad boy and it's playing to oh. Z. <laughs> These girls can't have a fall in love with me. Enjoy the episode. No. Wait. We hope, we hope that you enjoy this podcast half as much as we enjoy making it because we had a ball hey guys welcome back to another episode of mantalk.ke thank you for coming back again for another week as you can see we are in kofisi the same one as last episode so all the details as always are going to be in the link below and in the middle of this episode there's going to be a short clip showing you around the space so look out for that about the halfway mark as you can see on my left on oscar's right there are two fantastic ladies and if you've been living under the rock you will not know who they are if you haven't you'll recognize jules and Lonzi from over 25. we had the other girls on here before and we called it 12.5 yes so no, this is now over 12.5 part two part two this so is 12. it's x2 so finally it's finally the math is math in now the math yeah math. the math has math so welcome, welcome. Thank, thank you thank you for making the time thanks eli yeah, thank we're you. happy to be on man talk mm-hmm. yes we mm-hmm. are thanks for coming nice i'm coming. very very excited for this episode i feel like just diving into your content, I've fallen even more in love with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I advise every Kenyan who watches YouTube or even has YouTube on their phone to go check out their page and just don't start from now. Go all the way down. Mm. Watch the and find out about some interesting subjects. Mm. So, yeah. Such as... Yeah. Oh, wow, you went back, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went all the way. Shika said that was her first episode. No, Jewel said. Ivy. No, Ivy, Ivy said oh. it was her first episode on there, and she was like, "Oh, yeah. this is the topic." Yes. Yeah. 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 That was the day over twenty five became over twenty five. So it's a beautiful episode. Mm, mm, mm. So I'm going to dive right in. And um, first of all, I have to say, you ladies look absolutely beautiful. I have to say, is I mean, wow. Um, the first question is usually based on men in your lives and the reason why we do this is because there's been a lot of negativity around being a man and masculinity in society today um we think it's really really important for women to share their perspective as to how they experience masculinity so that we can better understand how to learn from it so that's the basis of the first question right so what are the most what are or is the most positive qualities of the men in your lives today what do you think as men we should take from these specific men and replicating our own behavior so that you can contribute more to society. Okay, I think I'll go first. Um, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be raised by a fantastic father and I am currently married to a fantastic man. And I also have siblings, uh, my brothers as well. And I think what I would say is they've always allowed me to be who I am. I've never had to shrink myself in front of them. I've never had to change how I dress, I've never had to just change who I am. Um, and that 
shows even now I think that's where my confidence actually comes from is you know over and above the women in my life the men in my life have also accepted me for who I am and have allowed me to be Lawrence. so I think just that respect I've gotten from them has really molded me to the woman I am today yeah um men in my life what came to mind is my dad and my baby brother because those are the those are the two strong men in my life and what i would how would answer that is you know when we look at um there's, there's a huge gap between men and women in general um and i think conversations like this even on our 25 what we try to do is to like bridge that gap that relationship gap and i don't mean romantic but you know just general relationship between man and woman and men are always seen as the aggressor um, and they're always like stepping down on their woman. So for me, that hasn't been my experience, thank God. I feel like the men in my life have brought calm in my life. Mm. Rather than oppressing me, I feel like, like my dad is just chill. Yeah. And my dad, my brother is exactly the same. Mm. So for me, even when I'm out there looking for a partner, I'm like, I need somebody who can, who, who f feels like peace, like, you know, just mm, yeah. a, a calm person. Mm. Well, I don't feel like we constantly have to argue and debate and, you know, it could be Shana, I don't like that, yeah. yeah. So, I hope I've answered the question, oh, but... For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. As we as we do more and more episodes, what I've realised is when we do ask someone about the positive side, there always is one, right? So maybe I think the case is, and it's always different as well, which is incredible. I think maybe the case is that it's not loud enough, the positive side, yeah. which leads me to my next question. Do you think it's warranted, like, the narrative that we get as men? Because there's, trash? yeah, that one, that one hurts. <laughs> that one, I hate. <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah, generally there's the, the several narratives, but like yeah. that being one, do you think it's warranted or do you think it's blown out of proportion compared to the positive? Um, should I go first? You know, yeah. I don't know because, so I, I come from, um, I know when that thing was really trending, mm. that men are trash. Has it stopped trending? Um, like people are still talking about yeah. it, but I remember thinking, I know me, I don't want to say, I don't want mm. to use that yeah. in my, in my psyche mm. and say, oh, you know, men are trash, men are trash, because I'm like, remember, babe, like we say, like, but we love men. So yeah. are we, yeah. and that's what we we'll always say about over 25, like we don't want to episodes that say like, you know, 10 things men do that we hate. We don't want to do yeah. any of, any of that because we don't want to like fan or facilitate that narrative. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, these men we are saying who are trash are the men we are still marrying, the ones who are going to impregnate us so that we can continue the family line. <laughs> so I don't like saying it yeah. because I don't want to, you know, when they say, I, I do believe in the law of attraction. So if you say men are trash, you will continue to get experiences that affirm or confirm that belief. But I do understand where it comes from yeah. because of all the shortcomings that no, men no, have in relationships. Let's, let's, dive, let's dive into that because you've never put it <laughs> You've just lined it up the way Eli wanted you to line jumped, it up. Jumped into yeah. it. So let's talk about the shortcomings of men in relationships. Um, and Ronzi, I will allow you um, to talk about how you have somehow um, managed to create a fantastic relationship over years and you've managed to get it to the point of marriage. Yeah. So... Do you think that, because I, I don't know, perhaps they are perfect relationships and you're experiencing one. Yeah. What do you think are some of the things men need to learn before they enter a relationship so that they can kind of be better equipped to handle um, a strong, ambitious woman such as yourself? Um, 
Okay, so f for me, I would add and say, first of all, I am a woman who really knows what I want. Um, I think my my heart got broken really early and I'm very lucky that that happened to me. When that happened to me, I, th I think I was in uni, like almost at the end of uni. And I promised myself that I will never, ever be in that situation again. And even just uh, recently, my gyna was telling me, like, we've let men get away with so much, you know, as women of today. Like, that is why they're not basically, they're basically not taking care of their families because we've just let them run rampant you know i'm not paying school fees the woman is running around paying school fees i'm not paying for the house i'm gonna sleep with every other woman but like he was basically asking me why are women why have you been allowing this to happen um so yeah back to me uh when that happened i think uh, it really just changed my thinking about relationships like it is never going to be as rosy as i see it first of all on on right now social media but uh, before then it was on the shows we used to watch right um love is not rosy and it will never be it's it's hard work and it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of energy so i learned that very early and as soon as i figured that out i knew okay if i get into a relationship and you're not ticking my boxes i'm out like basically that's how what are these boxes now to know <laughs> show me the way Lonzi. like i would say number one communication i think that's a major red flag if if a guy is not talking to you you're not texting you're not vibing other than seeing each other you know he doesn't want to take you out or if if you go out um the next day you're talking to him is the next day not even that night um communication is key not even just to me but to a lot of so women i'm supposed to communicate with you 24 hours well not like 24 hours let me tell you like it's, safari it's very irritating actually um i saw another lady write uh, on one of my stories on instagram that um one thing that turned them off about a guy is this guy was always texting them <laughs> The guy is always texting, so you're literally left with the question like, when do you work? When are you hustling? When are you... Like, I don't want you to be all up in my face, but I don't want to have to look for you. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to wait until at, at at I sit there and uh, I'm like, oh, he hasn't even said good morning. I'm the one who has to say good morning every morning. Like, it gets tiring. So I want someone who wants to talk to me as much as, like, vice versa. Like and if I don't get that... I like that know. point. So when it comes to communication, right? Women want communication in the relationship when they're inside it. But if you do it excessively from outside the relationship, women consider you as, you're not busy. Why are you texting me? They don't like that too much attention. And the guy who often gets there, the girl is the guy who's like, yo, I'll text her whenever I feel like texting her. And so when you, so these men who are not necessarily as accessible as every other guy and close themselves off, because if you close yourself off emotionally, it means that essentially you're not communicating as often as you need to. Yeah, and that, and for some women, and as I've seen this more often, <laughs> more often than I can care to admit, that the more active you are in pursuing a woman through like the normal communication channels, the more the woman will sit and go like, ah, oh, he, he likes me, ah, oh, no, no, no. It gets really, like I'm telling you, like the guys who are actually good communicators get perceived as being too vulnerable or... Until I'm burning. I, yes. I cannot yeah. hold this it. This is why we're here to coexist and explain <laughs> these things. Yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Okay. There's something in life and in relationships called compatibility. Yeah. Your level of communication to Lorna might be too much, but for Julia, that our level of communication is equal. And I get what you're saying, Kabisa. 
because this it's that narrative of oh you know the bad boys always win but yeah, but they do <laughs> no 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 they did they did that time but the older you get and the more you ref- those bad boys, those chicks, the chicks don't want them anymore. Because when you're young, they look so exciting. Yeah. But the older you get, you're like, that's the guy with poor communication. That's the guy who's not very clear about where he wants to go in life. That's the guy who doesn't have the emotional maturity to, to have. Let me stop you there. Okay. That's the guy who's not very clear about where he wants to go in life. You, you seriously think that bad boys are failing? At not all. No, of course, that's just a very blanket statement. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, like when we when you're very young those you know those the buddies i don't think i don't so, think it happens for people who are very young in fact i've witnessed much older women fall prey to the same tactics that girls who are very young still fall prey to and you see the thing is the metrics that women use as they grow older for example is okay how high up in let's say his own social hierarchy is he you'll be surprised at like how much that guy gets away with like for example um i come from an environment where it's like a legal background so like you'll find that the partners and the associates, like you'll find, like if, if they're hitting on, like I've ever been in a situation where I've seen um, a partner of a certain law firm versus an associate of a certain law firm hit on the same girl. And this girl was emotionally mature. But the guy, the guy who was literally not communicating, closed off, um, but taking trips, living a certain lifestyle, he's the guy who won. And I watched it destroy someone who's like vulnerable, open. Basically, a Mantok fan. Yeah, but maybe that's just not the kind of person that she was looking for. Mm. Maybe that's what she wasn't looking for. That's how so I was about. An, it's, it's, it's an individual. I, I, more, more, more or less, I think it is. It mm. is an individual thing. It's a compatibility. It's a compatibility okay. thing. Yeah. It's not something like. It's not a blanket. It's thing. not a blanket thing. There are levels. People have different levels of communication. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, people have different levels of communication. How much to make communicate? Mm. I might want a lot of communication. But there's a girl out there who might find that like, oh, I get the eek when the guy is just too much. Mm. On. But statistically, that's the question I'm asking. You know, sometimes I always feel like someone who's closed off or who normally just control the access that someone has to, like women have to him, mm. he has a more, because for me, it's a sad thing, but like I always like to think of it logically rather than emotionally. If statistically this guy has access to more women of a wider range, Right? That's a measure of success. I can say that guy is more successful at building relationships with women because he has his pick of the litter. Whereas this other guy who is like open and easy to communicate with, his, his let's say, mating pool, his dating pool is so small because he needs women who have worked on themselves and have grown to that certain level. And you'll find that he might be a good communicator, but he's not good at these other things or he's, there are certain aspects of himself he needs to work on. And will that woman who has done the work be willing to compromise everything else just for him being a good communicator? I'm just going to finish by saying maybe he, he's because of that that appeal. That appeal because, you know, that mystery. Oh, is he talking? He's not talking enough. Now, he, see, he gets many women. So those many women, after he's gotten them, they're the ones who are complaining that men don't communicate. Because at the end of the day, women want communication. But I, I feel like, you know the term, you know, right person, wrong time. I think this yeah. literally summarizes yeah. that because if you're talking about these two people on different levels of their journey, yes, this guy with a lot of access might get all of these ladies in a certain time in their life where their journey dictates that that's attractive. But four years down the line, this same lady might not be really like privy to that kind of yeah. man. And that's probably why it fails. And that's why she's going to come back and say, oh, men need to communicate more, mm. da, 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 yeah. da, 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 because mm. the more older mm. you get, you, you have to learn. And communication does not mean volume, yeah. not okay. how much. It means quality. It's quality because, oh, yeah. because I know my guy is, is accessible and I don't have to worry about where he is. Mm. If he's silent for four or five hours, I'm not worried because our communication mm. is so good. 
but there's somebody who will be quiet for one hour and I'm like, nini? Or you what is he what? doing? You, you get I what I'm no, saying? I think now on the same page. Okay. It's on the definition of communication. That's where as men, I think we need to get it. It's not like volume. It's not like, oh, baby, 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 yeah. baby. It's yeah. like, what's up? Tell me about your day. Let's, let's take it. Like, let me understand yeah. you. In fact, the thing is emotional security. Like when a woman feels emotionally secure because of how the communication, like if she feels emotionally secure and she doesn't feel, she just feels emotionally secure, let me just say that, she might not need to be communicated to all the time because sometimes people want to be communicated to because, you know, you're like, why is this guy quiet? You know? That's true because it needs, it needs context because yeah. this guy, like you're saying, can act in a certain way and that's predictable. Yeah. That's okay, but you're saying the other guy can't get away with it. Now my problem is, and this is a problem I was saying I've been facing, even my own mother says to me, Elijah, like I don't have your Instagram, so please when I WhatsApp you, can you reply? But I was hearing you talk about WhatsApp on your, on your talk as well. Sometimes you don't wanna, wanna be on that. And for me, that's very predictable behavior. If anyone knows me, even Oscar knows I'm horrible. But sometimes you'll find somebody that yes, it's predictable and you've talked about it, but they don't rationalize that this behavior can apply to me too. So they'll be like, okay, you clearly don't care because you're not communicating with me even though it's been communicated that I probably won't communicate. Do you see what I mean? So that's been my, that's been my problem, mm. that I'm telling you this is how my life goes, this is my week, and me acting this way has no bearing on like mm. us. But the problem I've had, and I was talking to Ivy, Ivy about this, is that, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, I feel like sometimes as guys, right? <laughs> sometimes as guys, you will be very, you'll communicate, yeah. you'll be very clear, like this is, this is what I like. However, the lady will listen, but they'll listen for the sake of listening, but they're like, no, my narrative actually trumps that. And in time, you'll sort of fit my narrative. That's been my issue as well. I, mm. I don't think I understand. Can you give mm. an example? Aha, uh-huh. would you like me to? I will to make it, I will not use it. Would an you exact, like me to? If, <laughs> but make it sort of add no, some you know, to just Because otherwise, uh, yeah, before, before, listen, listen, <laughs> this internet might snap. Yeah. <laughs> so, before I break it down, um, I think, there are certain scenarios where a man can be very clear about what his intentions are, about what he really wants out of this situation or what, out of that relationship. Use the word communicate. He'll communicate yes. what he wants. He can be very clear. Mm. He can mm. be very clear, yes. Mm. He'll communicate and he'll, he'll tell you this is, this is how this should go. A, B, C, D, E. But if the lady is given those, that A, B, C, D, E, she listens, internalizes it, and produces F, G, H, I, which is completely different from what she's been told. The situation actually is and then when she hurts like for example um jules i tell you okay um, i'm not really interested in settling down at this point in time we can hang out we can chill we can be homies but when it comes to taking things to that next level you need to be patient with me as i work on myself as a man so that i can give you a better version of myself right so that you and i can enjoy a relationship that's much more wholesome now some people like you see if you've met her standards she doesn't understand that you're yet to meet your own, oh. right? And like that can really lead to like pain, emotional pain, because what it turns into essentially is unrequited love. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. So that's one scenario. Another scenario might be, let's say, finances, right? Yeah. So this guy comes and tells his, let's say, better half, right? And this is in a more committed relationship. That financially, we are here. You can't start doing things that are here. We need to reduce our lifestyle costs. We need to be wiser in how we approach life together. And if, if that lady looks at me, no, 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 I think we're fine. She doesn't necessarily think he's not fine according to his own standards. Mm. But she, like for her, she's like, yeah, but we're doing well. Mm. You get what I mean? Well, what that says to me is basically you're not compatible. <laughs> you're just 
some you just well, I think the mistake people make is people are not meant to be together, but you insist mm-hmm. and you push up until it becomes like something that can never event, you know, because as soon as you show them that and you speak about it and they still don't get it or they're not willing to compromise on that situation, then I think it's already a failure. So you guys just insisting that this can work and you try to push, then you're pushing, you're essentially pushing something that is leading nowhere. Because if she's not willing to compromise and listen to you or understand that this is how you are, then what are you doing? Um, but then also it goes to the guy. Um, for me, I like a guy who also will show me that they are trying to change uh, or some certain aspect of that. Like if I tell you, I, I don't see you enough, can you at least make a day for me where you can have time for me, you know, in that situation? Then you see, it all goes or boils down to compromise. If you cannot compromise, then it just means you're not compatible and you need to stop wasting your time. That's how I think about it. And also that the way you've communicated the first bit that like I'm not ready right now, but I'm I'm happy for the companionship. Qua ground, men don't talk like that. They say, let's see how it goes. Yeah. So as a babe, you're like, okay, even me, let me see. But he's not said, I'm actually not ready to have a relationship with you. They don't communicate as effectively as you have just now. So are we a victim of our gender not doing it normally? So when it does happen, it's like, no, this, is, this isn't normal. Yeah. Are we a victim of that? Like, guys, are we a victim of like our gender? Like, as a guy, say Oscar communicates like yeah. that. The girl has not had that interaction with a guy where they communicate that clearly. Mm. So they think this isn't valid, like what he's saying. You and me have, me have seen guys punished for it. Like, punished. Like, you know, that thing where... Like a guy, is, he's much more like open towards like sitting and having a conversation with his better half and saying, like, babe, this is what you're doing is A, B, C, D. What it's making me feel is E, F, G. Like, if you consistently give her that narrative and she's like, why is this guy talking to me? Like, like what? I don't get Sana. He's like, he's, he's saying too much. I don't. I'm, so it's just invalidating. Yeah, like, she, so she's yeah. like, ah, am I with a guy? Is this a man? Is what? I'm, what's this? Then that's, you just you just need to get a babe who likes that. You, that that your level of communication is on the same. But why? 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 I don't know. We, we've like I'm telling you, I have seen people self immolate Like someone is literally get self destructive wow. because like they are, they've been so. And you see, the thing about men is that we don't take rejection proportionally to the level of, let's say, interest that we've had. Because you see, when, and for us, we're wired like that, like mentally. Like when a man is given like rejection, it's like one of the bitterest pills. Because essentially, and I got this from Jordan Peterson, what he, this woman is communicating to him is that, listen, um, I am the gatekeeper towards your, your, and I keep telling him, your, the evolution of your genes. So I have determined that they are not fit to run through me. So like you find someone else, but that's not through me. And this guy has probably like gone bare his soul to show her like who he really is. So at a at a primal level, he has been rejected. And the what the thing I really see is that a lot of men don't know how to handle that pain. Yeah. And the thing on online is alpha, alpha, alpha. Ninety days no contact. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety days no. Yeah, it's because she's you've been shown her you're tuned to her. Now give that guy time to evolve. Give him time. Just watch. Like and I've I've done it and I've seen it. It even happened to myself. Even me, I was that. Like I just I, there's a place I went to. Where it's like, okay, if this is the consequence that I'm going to face for being vulnerable, for being clear, for saying what I want and saying how I feel, then let me now burn this, like, let me now burn that personality completely and rebuild from scratch. And sometimes the, rea- the result that men get is not the result of all oh, that vulnerability remains. Even for them, it's unpredictable because they're on the way, they'll meet a chick who's like, oh my God, I love men who are emotionally invulnerable. And they will mistreat that girl. 
and then they'll think, oh, this is the thing that girls want. Then they now take that into their personalities. Or then they'll meet women who are like, oh, I want to be given girlfriend allowance. Then if, you know, for him, it's a coping mechanism now. Or to avoid that pain, let me do this. Let me keep giving her money. And then for other men, it's, it's instead of having one girl, let me have five. That way, I never, ever, like you just said, never again, I never, ever again have to experience that emotional pain and vulnerability that I felt at that point. Because the one thing that men can't stand having is powerlessness. Interesting. Because that's not how you've been socialized. I mean, since the beginning, now is when women are actually becoming, like we're human beings now in quotes. Because that's, you literally just started caring about how we feel and all that stuff. So... It's, it's, it, yeah. it makes sense that men are like that. Exactly. Yeah. And it just creates this cycle because you find that, okay, this guy was once a sweetheart. This guy was once like, oh my God, we all, I think like every guy, you ask them, every guy, you had that one girl you knew, like every guy was like, oh, you knew this is the one for you. Then if it ends, we, I can determine your character as to how you rebuild from that point. Because there are men who get rejected and then they're like, uh-uh, <laughs> this happening again, twice in my life, never. But the truth is, um, that happens to even women. Um, there's men who have messed up women to a point that they've completely changed who they are, right? So I don't think it's a man-woman thing. It's a trauma thing, basically. Yeah. If you're traumatized enough, you know, that kind of situation, then you will want to try fix that trauma yourself. And to some people, it's, let me change who I am. But you see, what that does is it's essentially hurting you as a person, I think I would say, because... In the end, you're trying to change someone who has been there, for example, let's say if you're 25, you cannot change a 25-year-old, your experience as a 25-year-old human being in two, three, whatever. You will still be you uh, underlying that. So that's why I say just leave that relationship and look for someone who it's easier to communicate with. Just avoid the hassle. Yeah. Final, final nail in the coffin on this bit of the topic. Yeah. So, so talking about compatibility, heartbreak and evolution, right? So the main question I want to ask, because we've had this debate a few times, do you think heartbreak is necessary for a person's growth? Oh, yeah, you're asking um, this because you've never. Never, I've never been heartbroken. You've never been heartbroken? No, no. How and does I, it feel? You don't I even feel know like, <laughs> Yeah, I've never been heartbroken. And I've been, <laughs> and I've been told it's necessary, but I feel like you can live a life and not be heartbroken. So you've never and been still try. I have. But you're not with that person, so any. Mm. I wasn't in enough love, basically. You wasn't. I feel like there's right. degrees of love. Yeah. I feel like for me at Maybe that you point, in love. Huh? Yeah. no. But at that point, you're convinced. At that point, you're convinced. Mm. But that version of me, yes, that was love to that version. But this version, that doesn't look like. And you probably left this relationship, right? Not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. I think you definitely need to get your heart broken, and I hope it happens to you because okay. sorry, so not not in a Thank bad you. way, but <laughs> I think that. Yeah. Okay, Nairobians keep saying that character development is very important because you, you also now get to learn that other side of you. Yeah. It's very important. It's like almost yin and yang. Like you're functioning on yin and you don't know you're yang. Never had your heart broken. No, no. I don't even know what that, that is. That is the craziest. You guys have never had your Have you ever had your heart broken? Have you ever had your heart broken? <laughs> I'm telling you, we can talk to a hundred men and 99.5 of them will say they have had their heart broken. We have to do, you know what we're doing there? We're gonna ask 10 men, mm. we're gonna ask 20 men, uh-huh. we're gonna ask 30 men, have you had your heart uh-huh. broken? Yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Yeah. And then we can bring the, we the give you, bring you the, da- the data. Uh-huh. Well, there's a percentage for me, I'm there. The little small Yeah, but that's, I'm just saying, that's to me, it's like, mm. especially, at maybe, maybe feel like 25, not having, mm. not ever having mm. a serious relationship, mm. Mm. that's not unusual. Mm-hmm. But never having been in love, I mean, 
never having your heart broken. By because when you have your heart broken, mm. Mm. homie, mm. you will know. So is there a way, because I feel like I've still evolved regardless. So even in my interactions with the opposite sex, I've still evolved and I still feel like I'm in a very, maybe I'm being naive, but I'm in a very comfortable place to accommodate someone regardless of not having my heart broken. Mm. And I feel like a lot of the time people say you need your heart broken because you'll turn into a different person, learn lessons. So the next person you're with, you're like better. But I feel like I've done that path without okay. the heart breaking. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. I, 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 know, I, I know Lona says you need to get your heart broken, yeah, yeah. but I don't know if mm. you need to get yeah. your heart broken. But I think there's a humility <laughs> you uh-huh, get uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, when you get your heart broken. Mm. Because um, there's a video I watched of you, you two, mm-hmm. where you said your next relationship mm-hmm. that's gonna be your last one, last one. Yeah. and then you said, yeah, for sure, oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you just, mm-hmm. you just, you. Just, and then you, you were like, oh, you, how, how sure can you be? You asked him, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's that thing because you can never predict. That's you can, fair. you can be like, yeah, that's yeah, fair. for sure, because you know what you want, and everything mm-hmm. is going great, and then somebody's mm-hmm. just like, man, I'm not mm-hmm. feeling this. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're the one for me, because mm-hmm. you can never know. Even after mm-hmm. getting married, somebody mm-hmm. can still break you yeah, yeah. they may they may do it mm. even in the relationship they mm. cheat on you and mm. yet you already had this idea of who they are and they showed you that side yeah. and you're like ah, i mm. understand this woman's morals you didn't do that and then they mm. shock you people can shock it you. is that image let me tell you mm. it is that image that you must kill first like the image of this is a relationship this is where i want to take it yeah. that's like i remember the moment for me was that like i remember for me my heartbreak was so crazy like i it literally shifted everything like i remember the moment it was like I remember it really well, really clearly. Someone came and passed me a phone. I saw something and I looked. Then I put it down. Then I was like, is this the life that I have chosen? And I remember that, like, that question in my head. Oscar, is this where we are? And I just felt my reality go. <laughs> and I said, this now must end. I can't have... And you know, as a guy, you, you start to, especially if you're very introspective, the first thing you start seeing is this person who you've told yourself you're going to be with is now going to be with someone else. And that's, you're going to live through that reality. Every morning, you're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to do that routine. Remember that time you used to call and communicate? Now you just have to brush your teeth and go to the gym. <laughs> you get what I mean? You, you get what I mean? Now you must kill that part of your routine. And on top of that, you see that rosy idea you had of that person? You have to kill that. You see that, that person, if you told yourself like, oh my God, this person has met my family. You're probably going, you're hearing wedding bells somewhere in the back of your head. Kill that dream. And you know, for me, there's nothing I hated more. I think that was the part that killed me personally. It was like the vision of what I thought that our relationship could achieve. And you know, even for Mantok, you usually see, like I usually like to think five, six, seven years ahead. So like, even for that relationship, I had that problem of not going day by day and going like, let me, I'm with this person. It's a, it's a, daily, it's a daily step. But then for me, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to like this human being. Um, is actually her own individual. She's actually like she actually has her own ideas, her own mindset. She wants to grow in a certain way. And if you if you have not had your heart broken, there's a danger of an arrogance that this person has the same vision that I do. That after image, that image of the relationship that you have, that their half of the picture will stay. And that's why when we we're having that episode, I was like, bro, you don't know what that image looks like. You might be in Rome, but this girl is in Diana, and you're trying to force it to work. And sometimes I feel like if you get your heart broken as a guy, it even forces you to look at yourself and say, okay, what tools was I missing to not see that this person was not compatible with me? Yeah. And that's like, for me, it was a huge step. Like I often tell you, like the one thing that happened in my life that made me like wake up, like that thing for wake up, you, you might be good at everything else, but this love thing, you're terrible at it. Mm. 
it was that. Are you a perfectionist? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I'm not naive to the fact, I know that just based on my personality, I can't deal with heartbreak. Like, I will die. Like, okay, that's dramatic. But like, yeah, you will live. But you won't die, you'll be okay. Die, but you will live. Yeah, because I'm like an emotional, I know, like, I'll be an absolute wreck. Yeah. I think that's where the caution comes from, and that's where the eight years comes from. Yeah. Because the the checks we're talking about. Mm. For me, it's been five years, and I can tell you, someone died. That word you've used, you will die. Someone definitely died. Like, I felt that death. I literally, Remember how it felt like, because I was like, there are parts of myself that need to go if I'm meant to enjoy anything in this life next. Like, how will I wake up in the morning and step into this, open that door and step into the reality of she's with someone else and you have to be okay with it. You have to tell your ego, you have to be okay with it. It's not your business. It's literally death of your ego. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts, man. But oh. I, I feel like oh. it's, it is actually possible now that I've sat here and I've thought about it. But oh I feel God. like the two scenarios would be either the girl also, actually, you could do both. Either the girl is um, like you, has the same experience, uh, has never had their heart broken, and they've also not dated that many people. Because I would actually say the reason why you've probably not had that experience is you've only dated that one, two people, right? So who's to say it's not coming? I think you definitely need to get your heart broken, and I hope it happens to you because, okay, sorry, so not, not in a Thank bad you. way, but <laughs> I think that... Yeah. Okay, Nairobians keep saying that character development is very important. You're not going to find your wife. Mm. She's not the next. You don't know if it's the next chick you date, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way you can it's be certain. It's not on you to it's say. Yeah. You to say. Well, affirmations, guys. What's going on? No, it doesn't work. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's manifest. Mm. But mm. chances are, well, like, if sure. we're being realists, yeah, yeah, yeah. chances are, you know, your next, the next person you decide to date, actually, I feel like you need to start dating now. Mm-hmm. And actively, mm-hmm. just so that you actively. rule out mm. not as many. I don't know how many people you are, but but just rule mm. out just the few people before you meet the mm. one. But you yeah. might be the lucky one. You might be the exception. You I might believe. be the exception. That's the thing. It's, you, it's stats actually stats for a reason, right? it's actually possible. Yeah. So so you do your thing. But 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 like mm. out here, statistically speaking, <laughs> yeah. um, the chances mm. the chances mm. are you mm. know, but. Who knows? Mm. You, you could be that one exception. Mm. So go for it. But okay. I would I would advise you and say I think you need to start dating. I'm just mm. jealous. Oh, really? <laughs> I just mm. w- I wish I didn't have to go through what I went through. Mm. Yeah. What did you learn? What was like the main thing? Because you've talked about like egos being crushed mm. and changed. What was your like? Because I want to take your lesson and apply it without the heartbreak. That's it's for selfish reasons. Imagine this question. It, yeah. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know they yeah. say mm. the, the world is the only one that can teach you these things. Mm. But yeah. um. What did I learn from my heartbreaks? Oh, plural. Mm. That's... Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, mm. I know. It was, I mean, I've had, you know, relationships, but then there's just these two that, those ones were the ones that just... Yeah, yeah. I learned that no matter how hard you try to... There's no amount of love towards a somebody that can make them stay. Even even letting them go, because yeah. you think if you let them go, maybe they'll come back. If they're done, they're done. And acceptance of that is a very, very bitter pill to swallow if you're still in love with the other person. Bye. Wallahi, Jules, you've spoken to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Ah, anyway, keep going. Yeah. I, will, I will not stop you. Um, I learned that that 
there's no amount of books you can read or talks you can listen to that can teach you um, how to be the best version of yourself for a certain partner. Because okay, one book will say, oh, 90 days. And then another one will say, oh, profess, protect, provide. And then another one will say, but then on the, on the ground, I mean, things are so different. Mm-hmm. So, so there's no amount of information that you can have out there, mm-hmm. books you can read and whatever, to, to make sure everything's perfect. At the end of the day, you, you present yourself and you come as Eli with your traumas mm-hmm. and your whatever. This person comes with their own baggage. And by baggage, I don't mean kids, baby mamas. I mean mm-hmm. trauma, your individual mm-hmm. whatever's. There is no amount of books that will you'll go you'll come there and yes those those will help you they'll they'll soften the blow of things mm. like issues mechanisms yeah coping mechanisms yeah. Uh, communication skills mm-hmm. yeah but then of the day mm-hmm. you, you you learn on the job so there's no amount of books there's no amount of at the end of the day it's just like man mm-hmm. i thought i learned this from this relationship why is it here i thought i learned this. you know it's like mm-hmm. everything is individual and different mm-hmm. yes there, there are lessons you will carry but you just have to do it's like the exam is there there's no prep me that's is time is they say that time is the only healing factor is it um it's time you know it's not i don't think so because there are women who are still heartbroken about the same person a year later and they are still talking about how did she do this how did he do this mm-hmm. it's not time it's you accept it's you saying no i need to heal uh, like i've left it and i've let it go mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I'm just, you know, I'm envious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like I have relationship hey, trauma. Yeah, I wish, I wish I was, I wish I, I, I lucky, I wish I never had it's that focus. Because yeah. yeah. it it's sucks, man. Yeah. 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 But there's not one to, yeah, I, there's so many lessons, but those are the two at the top of Blondie, what are your lessons? What are your lessons? Teach us about heartbreak. Tell us when you had, what, when you said never again. Yeah. And you did it successfully. <laughs> well, Hey, it was a while back though. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this. Have you never ha- got your heart broken after that time? Babe Z, I've no? always been the top. Come on. Even yeah. although, even top. those ones that ended. Your heart was not broken? No, I was always the one who ended it or something. Oh uh, what? But that hey, you guys, it was like really bad. I think also at that point I wasn't as emotionally mature. So I even lost, I think, like 10 kgs, you guys. Like, actively, like, my mom came and told me, yo, I can see you're not okay. Um, how can I help? And I was pretty damaged because I realized I also gave my all to this guy, which, uh, don't do that. <laughs> or, uh, you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself. That's the thing. You can't help it. But if you can, you should try to avoid damage. <laughs> anyway, I just, he was like my breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, I was, he, he was my, the calories I needed to, <laughs> to, to, to live life. Anyway, I, I just put him too high up. Um, he, so, so it really destroyed me in the end. And my, I think my lesson there was basically that, like, it's, first of all, not as, it's never going to be rosy. There's no one out here even that you see on IG. People have problems. People have, relationships are hard. They're really hard. And yeah, just don't give all your heart. Just give, yeah, use your head more than your heart. That's, that's what I would say. Just think about the things. If you can, if you can help it. But I think that's why I see like you need your heart broke so that you can start also almost yeah. thinking in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, cause what, what are you, like where are your lessons you get mm-hmm. that will help you in, you know, the next, cause it's about the lessons, right? That it, they're the stepping stones to your next relationship. How are you going to fix your next relationship? If in the last one, 
there was never really anything to fix for you. You came out of it perfect, you know, or unscathed or unscathed. How do you say it? Yeah, you get Because like theory versus practical. You can know all this stuff, but until you've lived it, it might be tough. There was... <laughs> you guys have taken me somewhere where I thought I was okay. <laughs> um, Triggered. But I am absolutely, like, I'm actually thinking about it. It's like the one thing I'd advise anyone who's, like, going through heartbreak is, like, and that time thing, like going back to the question you asked about time, is the only way you can get over a situation is, like, for, I realized it and now I've, I've lived it, so now I can say it, is you must put so much distance, whether it's emotional intelligence, physical, like physical wellness, um, your own personal knowledge, your own financial stability, you must put so much distance between the knowledge and the person you are when that instance happened and the person you are now and you must constantly develop yourself because the thing about heartbreak is that it never really ends it's just that thing that you can look at you can look back with with less pain and you go like yeah you know it happened it's painful but like it's contributed to who i am today because you've successfully integrated it into yourself you know that's the only way like you'll ever be able to get because if you genuinely truly completely love someone you every day Especially the first 10, hey, may I remember it like yesterday, the first few weeks will be hell. Because, you know, like the thing about, especially I always find like beautiful women or women who are attractive is that they will always find someone who they, who they can spend time with. And if they're attracted to them, their life goes on and they owe you nothing. Like everyone here is living their life. So those beautiful memories that you made, yeah, that's nice. That's, that's to be shared. But if you want to get over like a situation, you have to put the work in to understand it and evolve past it. Otherwise, it'll keep repeating itself. And that's like, and I learned that like back then, like two, three years ago, when I say back then. But it's that thing for, you'll keep meeting the same type of person over and over oh my gosh. and over again. Yeah. If you don't evolve past that thing, if you, don't, if you don't go, let me analyze the situation, let me look at it painfully and take the lessons and make sure that I have a framework as to what works for me and what doesn't, like the way she did. For example, because ever since she got what she told us, I was never again. So she created a framework as to check this out. This guy has this, this, this. No, sorry. I already know where this is going. Until that's the first thing that Lonzi said was, um, I know what I want exactly. And then on top of that, I was heartbroken before. So it means that that framework that she's developed has come from that instance of impact. And the more she worked on that framework, the more she also like molded herself. And for me personally, the more I worked on that framework, the more I molded myself as well, the more, and you've seen it as well, like even with the quality of women in my life as we've continued to work on Man Talk. Hello. Yeah, uh-huh. hey, I, it's, a, it's a humble flex, mm. but like the quality, the quality of, yeah, like I'm sitting next to Lonzi and Jules, I'm, yeah. I'm a happy man. Like, like the quality of women in my life and the interactions that I'm having are just increasing in quality as I work on myself as a man. When I look back at a heartbreak now, it's like, ah, I was cute, but what's coming might be better. Yeah. So the question, what I've, I've just learned from you. This has been so selfish of me. I'm just taking it. From <laughs> yeah. The lesson I've learned in terms of when I mentioned the time thing, yeah. not to make it very morbid, but the only thing I can equate it to is coping with death, mm. right? So like it never gets okay, but you can't learn from it, but yeah. it never gets okay. But as time goes further, yeah. you just learn to go every day. It's happened. Okay, it's painful. It's painful. Every day. In 10 years time, you're like, it's still painful, but... Yeah. I can wake up in the morning, etc. Yeah, you have to keep pushing. Or is that too dramatic? Yeah. It's, it's, sorry. Go ahead. I think it's, okay, it's almost the same, but oh. it's not exactly the same. Because I feel like with relationships, you will always, it's not like death where 
no, no time can, you know, but, mm. but with relationships, there, there will come a time, no matter how long you take or how short you take, there will come a time where you look back, you'll even laugh. Laugh, yeah. And you'll be yeah. like, but for yeah. real though, what, what, was yeah. I, what was I doing there? That, you know, that was all on me. I, I should have done this. I, but you see, with death, you never get to, it, it, it's always about the what ifs or if they were still here. But yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot that those two have in common but yeah it's not as ultimate as, as death initially i guess the impact yeah but you see the thing is death mm. you know they're gone mm. but when somebody is still alive, alive and they've so moved on going, yeah. and it's even worse when they haven't moved on yeah. they just don't want to be with you Oof. and Dad. you still love them man yeah, you yeah. still miss them yeah, must be hell. and then they just go out and they're yeah. like a month later, they've moved in with somebody else, and then they're getting married, and it's like, what? Uh, so so that, you're repeating, it's like, mm. it doesn't end. It's, yeah. it's another heartbreaker. Uh, so you keep hearing something. I don't know. Don't keep yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to evolve. You have to, like, you have to, like, especially if you're a man, let me tell you, because you have to yeah. evolve. Like, mm. you have to, and you know the worst thing about it is that if you're a guy and, like, um, for me, like my personality is very, it's a bit dominant, right? So, like in my friend group, like I was the one who was like, "Hey, this is the guy for doing things." Nee, 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 nee. But that thing when it breaks you down, like your friends at first they're like, "Guy," but it's taking him. Then they're watching, like, "Guy, where where will it end?" And and if you don't have the right safety net, imagine they'll watch you, but like burn yourself, you literally burn yourself. But then if you have the right type of like support networks, like they'll pull you up and tell you, okay, bro, it happens to everyone. We need to man up. We need to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's keep going. But if you don't have that support network, now that's when you start seeing. And of course you will take in, I feel like some lessons you learn from experience, but you have to actually evolve out of the situation yeah. as a guy. Because if you stay there, yeah. Sounds like hell. It's hell. Like you literally yeah. have to yeah. evolve out of the situation. Because like as a guy, mm. you'll keep like, yo, she will post herself you know that person just sit photo mm. you know that thing mm. yeah that person just yeah. sit photo where she's like like new year new me you'll yeah. see things like those mm. you'll mm. see that malindi trip where she's in the beach tripod in metoka where's the tripod there's a shadow yeah where's the tripod yeah. but then she's there like <laughs> living life yeah. that time you're literally in the seventh circle of hell mm. because you know mm. you know exactly because it's probably even the the same place that you took her you probably know that those things that you taught her, those little things that you taught her, mm. Mm. there it is. Those little things. Sorry, I just guess, that's yeah, the trigger. Yeah, those little <laughs> things are now someone's. So basically, you are a stepping stone and you have to take it like a guy. You have to take it. Yeah. And if you don't take it, and then you know, especially for guys, if you're like, like I said, if your personality is dominant, like now the chick, her friends are like, oh, yeah. I'm so everything. sorry. Yeah. You know, ah, yeah, but don't worry, Oscar, you'll move on. Aye. You know, it usually happens. And then, like, okay, what happened? And they know exactly what happened. <laughs> And but then they just ask just because they want to irritate, you know. Mm. So you have to go through those microaggressions for years. Yeah. Among your own peers, you have to be like, it was for me, I'm telling you. But when I came out of it, I was like, wait, I was like you. I was like, this is the framework. Yeah. Never again. Like this is the framework. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while to get there. It was mm. just like, but I still believe in like, <laughs> I'll be heard a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. And you see, I think that's the problem with uh, society even now, like why you guys are, you know you take it way harder, you know, even just the way you said, you know, you take it like a guy. You see, such phrases have yeah. just, there's just disadvantages to the male uh, person. Yeah. So we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, And yeah. then there's that thing that I also wanted to ask about, like, why is it that I'm seeing that more women are happier being in um, relationships with, like, especially if the guy is, like, financially stable, emotionally stable? I'm seeing a lot of women are happier being like, yo, I'm the second wife, I'm the second girlfriend or third girlfriend. And they're like, okay with it. 
why do you think that's happening? I just wanted to know because we're getting a lot of questions as man talk about open relationships, yeah. hypergamous relationships, polygamous mm. relationships. So could you assist uh, me, me <laughs> with your vast experience <laughs> in the field? So those are two things. So there's polyamory there. Yeah. Or open relationships. Exactly. Or, or, or ethically non-monogamous relationships. Okay. And then there's the woman who's being kept and she's just uh, a side piece, and she, but she knows. And she's happy. And she's okay with that. Yeah. I've, I've never understood the psychology because we're over here overworking attachments, thinking about heartbreak, thinking about things to look out, out for in a relationship. Yeah. But like, what do you think is the rationale of the women who are actually okay with it? I am also asking for very selfish Yeah, I, those, you know what? Honestly, a sociology report or something mm. needs to be done on that, like mm. like a like a like a study. Yeah. But me just looking, I feel like listen, we're in a developing country, <laughs> and resources are thin and little. Okay, there's a lot of people here suffering, and social media I think has made things worse because it just keeps showing you over and over again yeah. where you're not. Yeah. Because you're seeing, oh, this is what Jules is doing. Oh, this is what so and so is doing. And then, and then there's a guy here who, there's a Jibaba here with a lot of money who's like, just, you know, just, I'll set you up nicely. I come see you three, four times a week. I'll, if you want a baby, I'll give you a baby. But, you know, I think for a lot of, for some women, it's just a way out of poverty. I might be wrong, but that's just my observation. Um, yeah, that's just there. Me, I could there could be many reasons, but the best people to ask are those women. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, yeah even me, I empathize because at, because at, yeah, because at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, maybe there's one woman who she knows she's a side, but she has money, but she's like she has tried and she's not found love. Yeah, yeah. and the only guy who she's able to find who even gives a bit of attention mm. is a guy who's married so she's like you know what let me mm. just at least mm. my emotional and physiological needs are being met yeah uh, or is it no psychological needs are being met by this relationship mm. is this how it's coming that's how it's mm. coming it might also be physiological hey you never know yeah physiological <laughs> physiological is it true? yeah nerves uh, the nerve body and the physical body oh okay yeah um for me what i would say about that is um just like julia is saying i i i have begun to empathize because you don't know the trauma as um, an individual has suffered. Maybe this individual, that's how the mom has raised them. Like maybe the mom has always been a side chick. So for her, that's the situation. Um, my mom has always been wife number two and mm. even me growing up, I don't even know how the wife number one leaves, so I will be wife number two. But what I will say is this, um, there's a lot of women as well who have plain right decided to be lazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. your parents, mm. you like if you really analyze this human being's life, you mm. you honestly cannot see why yeah. she has chosen mm. to to do that. Mm. And I feel like there's actually a lot of that kind of women. And then, uh, like Julia is saying, social media. Like us guys, when we were back in uni, it wasn't like that. Like Facebook, it was Facebook, and yeah. then. I don't even know when what like comment started. share. Mm. Yeah, what's like, up IG came and I, I like I always say time and again, if if TikTok came before IG, things would be much more different. Because you know TikTok is so real. You actually see people's real lives, how mm. they how they're working, how someone is experiencing death, how someone mm. is mm. people um passing on their personal true messages and on TikTok. But mm. then uh, we started with Instagram, which is basically what we see Visual. like I'm taking a picture in a BMW. I am 
at Milan taking uh, brunch, you know, brunch <laughs> and Sunday when essentially you can't afford it. Yeah. It's 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 you go yeah. there for the men who are there to pay for that for you, and even the men who are doing that themselves can't afford it. So yeah. it's just created this crazy world, and it's 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 it's, it's basically like I think TikTok was made to, you know. It's all about being viral, becoming viral, yeah. being famous. That's yeah. what TikTok rode on or is yeah. riding on. Like that one video that can make you go mm. viral, make you mm. go famous, mm. you know. Mm. And I, it's very different from, from Instagram. And mm. I feel that, yeah, basic, going back to that, mm. I just feel there's also a, a huge chunk of women who are just lazy and they're like, mm. that person, let me go eat their money yeah. because I'm not satisfied with mine. Or let me collectively eat all these different men's money so yeah. that I have more. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's just some people yeah. are like that. But also some people, it's just all they know. They yeah. don't know any other. I think the, sh the shame is that, and I think it's with anything, anything in society, right? If you're looking at somebody doing that, they, they both have the same result, but the means to get there is different. Some are justified, some aren't. But unfortunately, when you're looking at the end result, you can only paint it with one brush, you can't really paint it with two. So same for those ladies. Um, final question, you've sort of touched on social media. If there's any two people that could talk about it, it's you, right? I've even noticed the, the tat here, the over 25 tat. As you were talking about social As media. As you were very, very Yeah, talk, I said, ah, oh, and there's a tat. Um, so um, just a final question, because we ended up talking about heartbreak, because it was a thrilling. One of the things I want to give value to for people, because I think they've learned a lot about how to handle it, is now the digital space that you've mentioned. Um, you guys have been doing social media for a long period of time. So I want you to leave with telling people one tip, because if people don't know you, they, they don't know where they've been, right? One tip for growing with your friends on social media, because me and Oscar are very new in the game. So again, selfish reasons. So what's one tip that you wish somebody told you when you said, I want to start a channel, monetize it, make money with my friends? Like what's one thing you wish someone said? Before you do that, think about this. Mm. Yeah. Um, with the f because you're focusing on with my friends, not just yeah. starting. Exactly, specifically. specifically with friends, mm. have your paperwork done before. And I mean agreements. Who does what? Who is being paid what? <laughs> based on what? If somebody has put in the initial investment, the equipment, whatever. Mm. So how much are they being paid when the revenue comes in? Mm. When the revenue comes in, what's the split like? What's yeah. the role of this one? Mm. Who is the final decider on creative direction, on finance, on whatever? Mm. Have those things earlier. When you okay. do them later, it's a very uncomfortable and awkward mm. conversation mm. because the, 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 the dynamics have changed. Like the, the audience has grown, you know? Mm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing it later and then yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like, oh, you want to be paid more because you did this, but even me, I contribute. But no, but I, but I did. I've been doing this for all this time. You know, yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Just have your stuff, line your stuff before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because once money starts coming in, mm -hmm. um, if you guys don't already have a solid friendship underneath, mm -hmm. it's it the money can really change things. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you know, do done. it now. Aki, don't wait for next oh, week. But that's it's done. It's oh, it's done. done. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, my dear. Yeah. Um, uh, just exactly like Julia said, um, treat it as a business from the beginning. Um, because you are actually going into it to make money. And I think why Over 25 is different is it just literally started the other way. We had no intention of it becoming a business. It was just a... A thing Julia came and was like, I've been seeing guys doing this thing. Mm, why, mm. why don't we try it? And we did yeah. it, and 
it became a thing and i think you know we we came in at the exact right time when mm. we you know people found us necessary for mm. like now i like we are the big sisters so mm. we feel the space like at the perfect time but you know as we grew we we grew so fast when we realized people are actually starting to ask for our rate card to mm. you know we, we we were still not in that space mm. mentally so yeah. like two yeah. years in is where we we're like okay good so we actually need to go and open this like officially in mini yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah unless it just starts as something as fun like mm. they're saying just make it official from the beginning yeah. like any business go sit down decide what it is you want to do with the business yeah like discuss your future mm. discuss how you're gonna split the money mm. that comes in mm. put all that in writing make sure your company is an actual company mm. and you'll be okay 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 mm. formalized nice nice yeah. do the 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 standard the standard what the standard final question yeah, first of all, I have to compliment these ladies for touching me in my soul. <laughs> um, hey, you've touched me in my soul, guys. Let me not lie. I've learned a lot from this podcast. You've taken me to a place I haven't been in a long time. Sorry, so, do you need some aftercare? Yeah, man, I haven't been to a place in a long time. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, we, I've, I've felt like legit that big sister niche that you were feeling. Um, it, it worked a lot and I, we are the beneficiaries. And so thank you the excellent work that you do the one of the reasons why we shot this episode was to celebrate you because we think over 25 has done a tremendous job in like creating content in kenya and putting us on the map so thank you thank you yeah all right final question Ugh. um what is one book movie oh shoot i didn't prepare for this it was there yeah. right? just at the bottom small print prepare what is it paperwork yeah small print yeah so what is uh, a book, movie, quotes, um, something you could, you'd recommend for audiences for their self-development, um, something you think that would add value to them, or if not, just five, um, what would you like to recommend? Can you say answer for me? Those of you answering it. Oh, babe, you, you don't <laughs> have answers? <laughs> like the best. I don't, let me see. Oh. Like you're the, mm. you're the book leader. Um, I have a lot of recommendations. Uh-huh. In general, but I haven't prepared for this, guys. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of recommendations, but I want to focus mm-hmm. on African creatives because okay. we're African creatives. So because of that, my pool is a little bit narrowed because unfortunately, I grew up consuming a lot of American and mm-hmm. British TV. Yeah. But I would say, um, I keep people mad at me for this because they're like, you should have, why didn't you say this? I'll remember tomorrow. But yeah. Grace Ogot, I love her work. Mm-hmm. She's a writer. No, the river in the sauce is not Grace of God. The river in the sauce is who? Is it Gungiwadi? Is that Gungiwadi? No, just keep going. Okay, so I would, Grace of God, my two favorite female writers, Grace of God and Adichie, Chimamanda, Half of a Yellow Sun is my favorite book. of. Actually, Purple Hibiscus is my favorite book by her, but the most, the one that really shook me was um, Half of a Yellow Sun. She's the one who wrote Americana and Lupita is going to be starring and that's going to be turned into a film. She's a Nigerian writer. Uh-huh. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Fantastic. Is it the lady that did that TED talk about two yeah. sides of a story? The one with Beyonce's. Yeah. Chimamande Adichie Ngozi. Ngozi Adichie Chimamanda. Chimamande, mm. yeah. Fantastic. She's amazing. Yeah, her, yeah. Mind, her mind is... Mm. Brilliant. Long we'll link it underneath. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll look for it. Yeah. I will say, just off the top of my head, because I really do like <laughs> uh, what we're talking about.
talking about earlier. I saw one of the books in this place. I've actually read it. It's called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Really um, integral, important book to read. And then I would also add, I can't remember the author, but there's a book called Getting to Yes. It basically teaches mm. you negotiation, how to negotiate and get what you want. I think you gave me that book. Oh, yeah, it's the one I had it for long, and then you told me, no, babe, I didn't read it. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Yeah, but she, uh, yeah, she gave yeah. me that book. It's, it's small and a really nice book to read. Also, there's this book that I'm seeing everyone talking about right now called Atomic Habits. Ooh. I'm in yeah. the middle. And I really want to read that, so perhaps yeah. you guys can try it too. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. Thank you for your time, insights, just vibes. It's been a pleasure, and hopefully you can come back sometime. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Maybe amazing. you guys can kind of come over to over to. You never know. Yeah, let's do it. Amazing, amazing. Thank you guys for watching and like, comment, subscribe as always. The links for these guys will be down below too, and we'll see you next week. Let's go. Peace.